Listener Production. Mm-mm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Well, it's about this time, Matt O'Kine, where I wish I had a button on the panel that could play Skepta's Shutdown uh, for the fourth time. A uh, big shout-out to all of our listeners in Victoria at the moment. Hitting that seven-day circuit breaker. Know all about it. Going back for more. As uh, producer Bron said as we came into the studio, this is uh, Lockdown Tokyo Drift. This is... <laughs> A third sequel that's getting a little bit old. Hey, here's an interesting question because I mean we don't we don't often get personally political. Because I read somewhere Lee Sales I think tweeted about uh, an article that was in the paper regarding lockdown, saying don't work. Well, there's no difference other than you know well managed good management. Um, some premiers thinking that they definitely work. Some but lockdowns you know, not. don't work. Like flash lockdowns, like your three day lockdowns, your five day lockdowns. Yeah, right. Are you are you pro lockdown? Are you are you anti lockdown? Oh, this is a lot to get into in the <laughs> opener. Intro. I'll tell you that. But All I'll tell right, you on the way not- in here, I was talking with old um, old Ian Dyson, and I tell you what. <laughs> That was Papa Rant Dog having a good go at all, all levels of government. <laughs> but he was locked down sooner. You know, we've seen some states do a lockdown when maybe they jumped early. There's been some states that's like, maybe we should have gone into it early. Boris Johnson's in a whole heap of strife currently in the UK. Yeah, he is, um, Not taking the lockdown seriously and resulting in a whole bunch of deaths. Do you remember um, that episode of 30 Rock where... Um, Tina Fey's boyfriend uh, talks about the Rat King, um, and it's the amalgamated rats yeah. in the sewer, and they look like one giant rat. A That's real thing. That's what I imagine way, yeah. Ian Dyson is for Rant King. Like I think that <laughs> I feel like he is an amalgamation of all the rant dogs. Oh, the man could do it. He's absolutely <laughs> he can he can do a rant with the best of them. Anyway, we're not here to do that. We are here to uh, make you feel better in these trying times. And I tell you what, we had such a good time at our birthday party a few weeks ago, Meadow Kind. Very good that we got it in. Mm. Um, with everything that's going on. But um, there's another big birthday we're going to get into tomorrow. It's the eve of your auction. You're feeling good? I'm nervous, man. I'm so, so nervous. I've got a lot of reports. I've got a lot of things to look through. Hundred, hundreds of pages of financial statements and back pages of, of you know, meetings. Anyways. Yeah, there's plenty of fun leftovers to get through. It should be heaps of good times. So stick with us. This is Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex. All day breakfast. Yeah, I tell you what, Matt. I reckon about nine months ago. So what's nine months ago? That would be like October? No. Mm. Somewhere like August? I have no, I, I honestly don't know. I assume so, yeah. I'm just saying or August. Well, let's add three to now. So it's March, <laughs> May now. Add three. Sure. June, July, <laughs> Take August. away 12. <laughs> right, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> anyway, all I'm trying to say is that must be the month where meme mummies and daddies come together and make some beautiful <laughs> meme babies because we've had some big meme birthdays this week. That's right. Look, we were celebrating the sale, the first NFT non-fungible token of uh, the certificate of ownership for Charlie Bit My Finger. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie bit me. Ow! Ow, Charlie! Yes, that's right, turning 14 this week, and um, oh, I, that was... I just remember when Charlie bit my... Hey, actually, do you know what's weird? What's that? 
you know what what you've I've just realized that that meme turned 14 this week which also means Charlie would be 14 yeah it's or 15 it's wild like Charlie is not biting fingers and is probably like shut up mum <laughs> get out he's biting off heads in the uh in the residence but um that was good 14 years not bad 10 year anniversary today for this meme classic I broke up with my ex-girl Here's a number. Psych! That's the wrong number! (laughs) It's called Rap Battle Brackets Parody, and you may know it best from a gentleman standing very cool in the centre with the uh, rap battle name Super Hot Fire, and all his... (laughs) All his teenage mates around him going off. Do you know? Do you know the, the very? I think f- the best one. The guy go, <laughs> goes in front of the camera, holding his face down. And Madokai, <laughs> this is a this is a favorite meme of yours. You're, this Dude. is a big. You're you're right at the front of this birthday party. Do you know that this? The only reason why I first even saw this meme was from, and we've mentioned this on this show before because we did a parody of it with the got with Goff Whitlam. Yeah, um, video. It's from that Pride and Prejudice video where she's That's saying, it. "Like you, Mister Darcy, are you know a fool of a man or whatever," and it's like, "Turn down for what?" Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, the original video is taken down, uh, but there's, uh, there's you know, homages that have been uploaded recently. But, yeah, 10 years ago. Do you know how big that was? Chris Rock was in one of them. A parody of... A, the Super Hot, a Super Hot Fire. I think he was in, like, the wow. third or fourth video because it, it got so big. And then they got they end up getting, you know, Chris Rock to jump in to help out for one of them. Well, yeah. In May 2011, Deshaun Raw uh, uploaded. It was deleted but re-uploaded in 2013. It's got more than 9 million views. Some really great stuff in there. And I think, you know, he was he was absent. He was a, a regrettable absentee from um, the birthday party earlier in the week for Charlie Bit My Finger. But with such a big, you know, birthday fight party, double figures for the rap battle parody, it's only good that we cross... To that boy Gregory Salad Fingers for his birthday toast. All right, guys, settle down, settle down. Come on, come on, gather round uh, because it is a very happy birthday and a big bravo, bravissimo to the rap battle brackets parody video. Who can believe that it was a whole 10 years ago that the extreme battle rapper Super Hot Fire drizzled magma on his unsuspecting opponent, leading to one of the greatest reaction gifts of all time. I'm going to say it. I mean, and the video, it must have been a parody, but there was no joke to the cultural impact the energetic group of teenagers would have over the international meme market, with even the slightest burn getting the full cheek-pulling treatment. (laughs) Not only that... One of the immortal lines from this five-minute video uh, actually spawned its own sub-family of dank templates. I'm, of course, talking about this unforgettable prediction. I'm about to end this man's whole career. (laughs) (laughs) Which led to an avalanche of meme treatments, including Europe in the 14th century exists. Rat. I'm about to end this man's whole career. Innocent kids with their whole life ahead of them exist. Anti-vaxxers. I'm about to end this man's whole career. Or when a random guy comes out of an alleyway and shoots Bruce Wayne's parents. I'm about to end this man's whole career. Start. (laughs) 
So happy birthday, rap battle parody. A meme like a fine wine that only gets danker with age. Hip hip. Yeah, a seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Well, twas the night before auction and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring except the poltergeist haunting Madokai's walls. Um, how are we, mate? Final final day to check in. Have you got the checkbook ready? The the, the sunnies have been polished and are very reflective. Nah, look, this is... Okay. You're taking a table tennis paddle? You're going to be raising that? Can I just say that as, as a creative, right, <laughs> you come up with a lot of ideas. And this is just broad, general advice for, for everyone, right? <laughs> you come up with a lot of ideas, right? Now, your whole job as a creative is to argue with the other voice inside your head that goes, not good enough, that's not worth it, don't bother, Right? And that voice can get pretty loud. Yep. So anytime you come up with any idea, you think that's an amazing idea, then, then your head goes, no, it's not. You suck. It'll fail. And so you have to fight that the whole way through. So I'm hitting, old mate's got a megaphone in my head right now going, don't do it. The don't market's going to crash. It's, ter- <laughs> it's a terrible inve- it's, it's a terrible property. And you've seen the reports. Oh, it's, it's probably going to fall down the minute you buy it. Well, if you have been following us this week, Matt is bidding at his very first auction tomorrow, and uh, it sounds like you don't have uh, the big warm socks on your tootsies, mate. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just nervous. You've got a little bit of uh, cold feet. No, I know that this is just a phase, and I'm and I'm saying, you know what, you know what, haters in my mind, <laughs> gone and hate. <laughs> All right, yell and scream until your voice. Runs out, right? Because because persistence is going to win. Well, and that's how it. I feel. Like the auction is going to win on, as well. You know, exactly. And that's it. When you have doubts in anything, you know, if you you're weighing up the pros and cons, like so, what are the what are the the big pros that we're aiming for the weekend? Look, what I want to do is go in, have my set value. Yep. All right, my maximum. Don't um and ah. Just go up to the maximum. Bid aggressively, yep. quickly, and when I, if I get to the maximum, I can't do it anymore. You know what? Then it wasn't for me. There you go. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear a nice. I'm gonna wear a suit jacket. Oh wow! Button up shirt. I'm gonna wear jeans. I might even. I might even pop out the brown shoes. Oh. All right. <laughs> now, Alex Dyson, you know me. <laughs> These aren't the scuffed black ones you've worn to every formal event for the last 11 years. No, these These, are, these must these... be you because I don't think I've even seen the brown shoes. If I'm at an event, it's usually not fancy enough to have brown shoes. So this is a first. And look, the other thing I'm going to do, even though I haven't been wearing sunglasses very often because Sophia loves taking them off my face... Absolutely loves it. No matter how bright the sun is, she they're off my face anytime I put them on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be wearing them today, fastened on maybe with a strap. All right. Well, it's time for uh, the final pieces of information to take you through, and we've had a little bit. Um, first of all, let's have a listen to John and his auction advice. Hey guys, it's John from Newey again. 
I've just got some advice for Matt regarding auctions. Um, We are one from one from auctions, which is 100% record. And my (laughs) tips for you was that we actually hired a dude to bid for us who had a very nice suit and he knew where to stand and he knew what to do and it was things like you know take the number seven paddle because that's a that's a very um superstitious number to some people and if they can't get it they will not think they're going to get it and that plays mind games with them um stand at the front look confident um bid hard bid true all good tips, um, but not the kind of stuff I had the skill set for. So I just got a dude with a great suit to step in and do it for me. Um, that's my advice. Good luck, Matt. Matt, you need a dude with a suit. I'm a dude with a suit. If you want to tag me in, mate. You're locked down. You ain't going anywhere, okay? <laughs> yeah, all auctions cancelled on the weekend in Melbourne, except if they're online. Okay. You're in a hazmat suit. That's what you'll be in, okay? So don't come to my auction, mate. <laughs> all right, well, there is one final piece of advice before we see how Matt goes. On this, you know, great Australian journey, you know, all of us deserve to be able to go to our first auction and have our heart shattered by an investor who has absolutely no <laughs> emotional, <laughs> emotional investment attachment to the property and is just collecting it like smog and gold bullion. Um, so that is a rite of passage for young Australians, Matt O'Kind. Uh, but there is a, a final person that we did want to get in touch with. You said you wanted it. I've sourced it for you. A little Ooh. bit of advice from an old friend of the show. Matt, good luck with the house auction. Joel buddy Husey here. Uh, my advice is be the first bidder. Just chuck up a really low offer first up. Have everyone laugh at you and then be the last bidder. Yeah, bid more than anyone else and go, who's laughing now? <laughs> and then try to work out how to pay for it afterwards. The bank will cover you. Good luck. Yes, I reckon that's your chat, mate. That is your chat. So who's laughing now? And start off by everyone going, is this guy at the right auction? That's what you want people to think. Who is this joker? And then at the end, uh, pull the joker card out of your pocket, lay it down and go, uh, there you go, my friends. Yeah, jokers are aces. Who knows? Look, look, fingers crossed. I wish wish myself all the best. and I wish for you to wish me all the best. All right. Unless you're rocking up to the same auction and you see Matt O'Kine rolling down in his uh, reflective sunnies in his suit jacket, <laughs> run the other direction. Because this man, <laughs> if you've seen this man, he doesn't care what price the sushi plates are anymore. Okay. This guy is bidding at auctions. I've got a, I've got a podcast to come home to and to say, we did it. <laughs> we did it, all right? So I, I'm I'm doing this for us. All right. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast fans, I'm doing this for us. Wait, does that mean everyone's invited to the housewarming? <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bring a plate. All right, that's it. You heard it here first. Let's do it. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Do you think you'll have kids, Alex Dyson? Uh, no. 
I'm glad you made that sound, Alex Dyson, because that's the sound that I made at approximately 2 a.m. last night. All right? Yeah. Because, look, I'm starting to realise that Sophia <laughs> is not the best sleeper. <laughs> What's giving it away? Okay. Now, I, I, I mean, I really, like, I, I just think that Sophia is such an incredible little little kid. Mm. She's so, so great at talking. Heaps of personality, etc. Mm-hmm. Sleeping. If I were to leave her a Google review, <laughs> okay, I it was recently it would have been a, a two star out of five. It's mm. edging down to one and a half. All Goodness. right, it's just a little bit tiring. Because I guess there's one thing is being bad at it, okay, and there's another thing of making it your problem. Well, uh, that's because, it. <laughs> because why can't she do what I do when I can't sleep? And that's just lie there motionless and think about cringe things I did in high school. Exactly. Why are you involving me in this, Sophia? We've like, I don't know. Does she? Should I be giving her a phone so she can listen to Prime podcasts or yeah. something while she's like lying in bed? Like, come exactly. on, exactly. What did she done? What did she do last time when she oh couldn't sleep? Oh my god! Oh, it was just drama. So suddenly, you know. Belle's trying to settle her. It's not enough. We're wondering whether she's sick. She's like, no, she she wants she wants Belle in there. Then it's like, well, we've tried to talk to her so much that she can't just have Belinda in there, her room every single night if she wakes up because then Belle gets super tight. Yeah, and also it reinforces the behaviour if it comes in and making her feel better. It's like, exactly. well, I'll just make a commotion again exactly. next time. So we have these chats with her every single night now. We say, hey, look, Sophia, when you go to bed, if you wake up in the middle of the night, Dad is going to come in. Because previously, okay, mm. if I even walk in to the room, if I walk near the bedroom door and she knows that mum is in, like, the house and she sees me, she literally screams until Belle wakes up and has to come. Like, And I don't mean, like, hey, mum, come in. I mean, like, ah! Like, just like, she... And I'm standing there going, hey, 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 it's me. It's okay. I can, I can pat you. You, you, but you get to the point where you're literally going, I, I, I will do anything, please. I'll pat you. I'll sing this old man. But she's, she's like, get out, get out. And so she's telling me to get out. Then Belle comes in, and then Belle's like, no, you have to listen to Dad. Dad's gonna look after you tonight. And then it turns into this, this drama for like half an hour. <laughs> Sophia won't go back to sleep. So until it ends, this is how it ends. Alex Dyson. Mm. Me lying on the floor next to the cot, reaching up with my hand, patting Sophia. She's, I'm singing this old man. Belle tries to leave the room. Sophia says, no, hold hand. So then Belle is sitting on the other side of me holding Sophia's hand. I'm underneath both of them with my hand up in the cot. Singing this old man. Belle's patting her hand, holding her hand. Sophia's crying, trying to get to sleep. We're in this, it was like we were playing Twister. Do you know what I mean? Just to try and get this lying on the floor for half an hour. That is how we fell asleep the other night. Well, you fell asleep on the floor. I fell asleep on the floor. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is how you do it sometimes. Wow. The amazing thing about this is, is like, I'm thinking about the other things Matt O'Kite used to be doing at 2 a.m. on a... <laughs> It's just in the club. I was lying, I was lying on a nightclub floor. floor. You were, That's what I was doing. Exactly. You were diving through an Indian dude's legs in a dance battle. That's how you ended up in the floor. I remember that story. And now I'm weaved in like some sort of cross stitch with my partner and my daughter in this mm. some sort of human trust exercise. It was awful. 
I just couldn't believe And I was like, how did my life end up like this? Sexual intercourse. That's how it did. That's why I constantly refrain. Thank you. By choice. We can't risk it. Are we ending up on the floor? Weaved arms crisscrossing between two people. Yeah. and Oh, my God. So, look, I wanted to know, what, how have you slept? <laughs> just get in touch. Let us know. In what bizarre way or place or thingy have you slept? Okay. Get in touch. At matt.n.alex. I did sleep on Duke of Ed one time. Someone stole my sleeping bag. I slept under one of those emergency blankets, which was like, you know, the tinfoil blankets? <laughs> that wasn't nice. Crinkly. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. hear your... You don't want to be woken up by the sound of your blanket. <laughs> That's my advice to you. But please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember. sorry, this is just when I went on my first camping trip to, to Stratty, it rained so hard and I remember just waking up with the tent full of water, like the roof of the tent so <laughs> concaved with water that was pressing on my, <laughs> on my face. <laughs> just water just splashing down, just my own tent smothering me. <laughs> In the night. <laughs> I did have a friend, um, Chad, in high school, and we were at a girl's 18th birthday party just downstairs at a restaurant or whatever, and he, it was like past his bedtime, like 9 o'clock or something, so he just went under the tables and tried to have a sleep. What? At, at this 18th at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. But please, let us know your story. Matt.ad.alex. Well, as we do come towards the end of another big week of all-day breakfast, we do like revisiting the topics that we've chatted through, which you may not have had time to get in touch, but very kindly have sent us a message with a little bit of info regarding our talkback topics. Matt O'Kine, what have you found at the back of the fridge for leftovers today? Well, a couple of uh, messages that came in on at matt.n.alex, okay? Alec Peterson sent a picture of uh, some wedges and two little bowls of uh, sour cream and sweet chilli said, this still gets me every time. Look at the minuscule amount of sour cream in the sweet chilli. Sour cream first, sweet chilli second. Unbelievable. It even came up for discussion. Well, sorry to uh, poke at old wounds here, but <laughs> yeah. we, we love hearing from you no matter when you're listening to the episodes. So feel free to always get in touch because uh, our old sour cream versus sweet chilli, which one's first debate, did light a few fires. Uh, secondly, Dan Stew on Instagram said, boys... 100% sit down to wee, a number of reasons. As a guy who lives with A, a wife and two daughters, it's just easier. Two, there's no chance of spillage. Three, quieter when the daughters are asleep. Four, more time to just stare at social media. Couldn't agree more, Dan Stew. <laughs> so love your work. And I'm sure you probably sent that message to us on the toilet. <laughs> We've also had Emily get in touch with us uh, with a bit of info. After I said I DJed on the weekend in my AFL umpire's outfit, she had a few dance move suggestions. Hey guys, it's Emily from Melbourne here. I loved the chat about your AFL umpire dance moves, Alex. Um, as a local AFL goal umpire, um, it is nice to get the recognition that we deserve. However, you turn the conversation to, you know, people starting conversations based on uniforms outside of the workplace. I was in my workplace during my game on the weekend and I asked some kids to get off the ground and they tried to argue with me while I'm doing my job. So that was embarrassing, I suppose. Yeah, it seems Alex got a better rap on the tram than I did uh, doing the actual job. Make of that what you will. 
<laughs> oh, we need a bit of respect, Emily. Good on you for fighting the good fight there. But I tell you what, there's there's very few less respectful people than 13-year-old boys behind the goals. They will, like <laughs> seagulls to a chip, they will attack anything that is hot around there, even uh, uh, umpires there. We've also had Tim get in touch with us, who uh, has a little bit to say about unexpected pop-ins. Hey guys, Tim from Coburg here, just uh, listening in about your little pop-in story. Um, so me and my neighbour growing up, uh, we went one further and had the old plastic pool ladders between our houses. So you would just, you know, climb over the plastic pool ladder, knock on the back door. It was basically a halfway house between his house and mine. Um, but yeah, worked great. They were probably sat there for about close to 20 years, I reckon. We were still using them well into our mid-20s. That's fantastic. <laughs> I guess the back fence, just the yeah, pool yeah, ladders. That's awesome. So good. <laughs> Uh, incredible work. And uh, Andrew as well got in touch about some weird school rules. Hey guys, my school had a pretty standard rule that the guys weren't allowed to have their hair below their collar and my friend figured out that for this rule to be enforced, the collar had to exist. So naturally, he cut off his collar. But unfortunately, the school didn't accept this loophole and made him <laughs> buy a T-shirt with a collar attached. <laughs> <laughs> How can it be below the collar if the collar is not there? Taps that is head. genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, and we've also got one more voice memo from someone who uh, messaged in. Now, this is... We're, we're, we're getting heat, Alex yeah. Dyson. Well, let's just say everything you hear on Matt and Alex is not advice. Even if it's auction <laughs> advice from Husey, it's not advice. But we did have a chat about uh, tax accountants earlier last week and uh, it was mentioned that the ATO usually, you know, predominantly, in order to maximise the uh, the income, goes after big companies. Well, we had an anonymous voice <laughs> message to tell us otherwise. Hey, boys. Just wanted to say, as a criminal investigator for the ATO, that whole tax accountant interview made me cringe so hard. Um, and I think the people that we criminally prosecute um, for their individual work-related expenses would disagree with the fact that the ATO don't target individuals. Just saying. <laughs> oh, wow. We did this. I broke up with my ex-girl. Here's a number. <laughs> Psych! That's the wrong number! Oh, just say I think someone's about to ruin this man's whole career. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what the ATO feels when they're about to uh, dive hey, into we're that. Not, we were the ones saying, okay, do not shoot the messenger. Oh, incredible work. And uh, let's finally go to Michelle, who's been very patiently hanging on the line. G'day, Michelle. Hey, how you doing? Not Good, too thanks, bad. Michelle. Pumped. You're in Melbourne at the moment. Pumped for a big seven-day circuit breaker. Ready to go? I am. I am. Party at the house. <laughs> hey. With only the people that are meant to be there? Yeah, just my boyfriend and my dog. It's going to be a rager. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's all you need. Party times. Um, Michelle, we talked about um, Alex Dyson just randomly called a number trying to get a full yes, uh, <laughs> yesterday. Um, who have you accidentally called? Uh, I have accidentally called a Domino's in America. <laughs> right. <laughs> How did that go? I hope about? you didn't ask for delivery. What what happened? <laughs> uh, I was living in the UK at the time and had only moved there a few weeks prior. 
so I wasn't really used to the different phone numbers or the different postcodes. And I called up to feed a hungry party of people with around eight pizzas, ordered them, and then when I gave her my phone number to call when they were ready, she disagreed with me that that's not a number. I gave my postcode. She said, that's not a postcode. I was like, no, it's it's definitely my postcode. We went back and forth a few times, and finally she accepted the order and was like, are you sure you're going to be here to pick it up? I said, I'm sure I'm going to be there. I'm just down the road. We'll drive around now. I got to my local pizza store. Uh, there was no order for myself, nothing under my name. They'd never had my order. So I called up again to double check and realized they were in America. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Was it the Got same Michelle. like number or like was it the same suburb or whatever, you know? Like it was Yeah, like, how did the mix up happen? I have no idea how I did it. I just googled my lo- the closest dominoes and my GPS took me on a slight adventure. Oh, Do you know what happened? Good. You know what happened? VPN you, happening or something. Yeah, I, I bet they answered like, "Hi, this is New York Domino and you thought it was the New York Dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that might have been what have happened. That might have been possibly. what have happened. They had eight pizzas and not sure what to do with them, so we had to reorder, and it took a little bit longer than what we expected. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Did you think it was their accent might have been a bit of a tip-off there, Michelle? <laughs> well, I didn't. I thought so, but, I mean, I was an Australian living in the UK, so... It's a worldly it's city, you know? So I just thought, you know, everyone's <laughs> national, it's fine. That's it. All right, well, thank you so much for giving us a call. We'll catch you later. Thank you. Bye. And cheers to you for listening to All Day Breakfast, not only today, but this week. It's been heaps of fun hanging out. And uh, oh, it's a it's a must-listen episode on Monday. Will Matt O'Kine be rolling in? Collar popped. Part Maserati, the throw the keys to the, to the valet. Just one more breath into the big property bubble that this or city, country's going through. Will he be coming back with his tail between his legs, uh, trying to then set up finance with the bank of uh, Mac o- the Daddy Mac O'Kine? <laughs> Another statistic <laughs> we will be finding out on Monday. It should be fun. But the, good luck, man. Wishing you all the best. Thank you very much. I'll um, clip my two brown shoes together and say there's no place like home. See you on Monday. Bye-bye. Listener.